This is a Dito Podcast. The doctor will see you now. Okay, thank you. Hello, I'm Doctor Strange. So what brings you in today? Well, I've been trying out this new spell, and it's just not working. All right, here, let me take a look. Hmm. Ah, I see. So it looks like you might have multiverse madness. Excuse me? What's multiverse madness? Is it serious? It's not too serious. There are moments of horror and some confusion is normal, but I can prescribe you this one podcast, and it should be all cleared up in a little more than an hour. Oh, Doctor, thank you. No problem. Because today on the show, the geeks are talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Hello and welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Dustin, and I have no special powers... And alongside me is Saf. I was the patient earlier, and alongside me is <laughs> Keith, and I'm lost in some multiverse. And with me is I am four-eyed pale. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Even in two extra, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, I wear glasses in real life. It's true. Oh, it's yeah. Four eyes. Oh, I see what you do. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode is featuring beer from Sun King and Atwater Brewery. And we are talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's right. I always want to say multitude. The multitude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Well, the madness is in multitudes. It builds and grows. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I think we are first up for our beer. Okay. Uh, what you got? We've got Sun King Technicolor Dream Cat. It's 7.7 ABVs, Ooh. 50 IBUs, which is speed, because that's the speed in speed. Yeah. 50 miles per hour. Uh, Technical Dream, Technicolor Dreamcat is a hazy IPA with an experimental hop base accentuated with, in, with infused blood orange. Sounds good. I always like blood orange. That's a mm-hmm. creepy cat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is the coolest Sun King can. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably the best. Mm-hmm. It's almost uh, Indiana City. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. Level. It's so uh, it's got a big old cat on the front, kind of like a Hello Kitty looking cat, but he's got a green eye and a pink eye. He's got pink eye. Uh, yes, <laughs> and it looks like he's stumbling into a multiverse of madness in a sense because he's got all this psychedelic color going on behind him also look at those rings on the eyes he's high as fuck right now yeah he he is (laughs) smoking a fat one (laughs) he'd already done smoked it he's probably on a second one he's tripping balls over here it's like the clockwork orange or whatever where they hold your eyes open and hypnotize you in a trance or whatever by watching that video um yeah very awesome can i love all the colors on here and it fits with today's theme because of the dream walking and such in Doctor Strange. Uh, next up, we got our beer color. Let me wipe this glass off so I can see it. It's a nice orangey color. Yeah, Let according to my to color thing, my LEDs. I have a lot of condensation on this glass. Yeah, I know. I had to wipe mine off so I could like get a good look at it. I don't have. A, I definitely I don't have a good backlight, so it's really tough. But it's. Definitely on the um, later 
uh, digits, not quite double digits, but it's on the later digits. Yeah, side. maybe like a Goku. Yeah, Goku's Gi? Yes. Yes. I feel like I've been saying that wrong I got Goku all my man. life. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you do? Oh, look at that. We tied it in. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, going number eight. Actually, that's pretty spot on. And in the video, I only see DR on his shirt, so it looks like it says Doctor. Doctor Stro. Well, it is for this episode. <laughs> and our next episode will be about fighting. So, Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> Not everybody with street teeth fighting. Smell-wise, a lot of good fruit aromas yeah, coming through. Definitely very huge on that blood orange flavor. Smell. Yeah, that. It's very, um, I want to say bittery. Like as I yeah, like, like the hop, yeah. some of the hops scent, like the bitter hops, but also smells kind of sweet, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to try it some yeah. more. I was thinking more of like a bittery, <laughs> bittery orange, right? You know, like last time we had an orange beer on, um, what brewer is that? They had like a special kind of oranges and we're like, God, there's something weird about this flavor of oranges. Yeah. And then oh yeah. Cause it was like the, uh, ruby or, or raspberry oranges or like whatever. Cara, blood orange. Cara. 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 That's it. Cara. I don't, yeah, something yeah. like that. We're just bore, very bore. Like, like, oh, what is it? What is up? <laughs> so this one kind of has that bittery, bittery smell to, uh, to it as well. Yeah, it's got the the orange rind. I think comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good description of that. Like that bittery orange rind taste. Too. I assume that I don't. Do they just throw the whole orange in there? Like, or do they squish them? So it's infused. Uh, so whatever infusing yeah. means. <laughs> Infusion is when you cut them up and you throw them in water and you let the water soak them up. So maybe yeah, so you will get some of that peel flavor. Maybe that's what the water was initially. They had like a like a blood orange infused water as their their base. That'd be, yeah. that'd be hold on, let me write that down. Do that. My next sounds really good. It's gonna be do that. Yeah, definitely get the del- – because I've already started drinking. I don't know. We didn't just do our, like, three, two, one drink. But That's uh, I'm getting a delicious orange flavor along with the hops. It's a nice – it's like a perfect hazy IPA. Yeah. Not too bitter, not too strong. Right. Do you still have any liquid in your can? Or are you completely no. – um, Do you have your can with you? Yeah. Smell it. Go ahead and smell it. it. Does that very – does that burn your nose a little bit? No, but it kind of smells like a gym sock a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what God. the heck? I, I, it doesn't smell as good as the beer. Right. It smells weird. I might have to, maybe I have some like floaties in there. Like the extra like hoppy flavorness is still yeah. in my can. But it's definitely hard on the nose. I have, I think like a third of the can left in there. And it's, oh, okay. it's pretty hard on the nose. So I don't know. I just have the... A little bit of slime left, I'm thinking, because I roll mine and do all yeah, the fun stuff. I was going to say, Sap probably rolled his, so. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I did not, um, I didn't taste this when the can is much harsher than the actual flavor. So when I get a little bit down and I pour the rest of it in there, maybe the yeah. flavor profile will change. Swirl around the can a little bit and then dump the rest of it. Mm. Yeah. He did that before, and it was not pretty looking. <laughs> it's not pretty, but that's a, where the good flavor took is. Took a dump yeah. in his glass. <laughs> we've, we've done that before. What, I don't know what would be that was the... the uh, I forget what one that was. I think it was like the... Um, Might have been the Raven's Gem on our last... Oh, yeah, the Raven's Gem. Jeff one. Goldblum episode. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Or it was that episode, The Dreamsicle. 
Yeah. yeah. It could have been that, too. <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> it changed the color. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this pour out gray? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody got untapped up? I yeah. I think we. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to. We're ready for that. Yeah, I can mention it. Uh, okay. We got 1,000 total check-ins, a 3.91 average, and I had one friend, but I'm not going to bring it up. I had two, two friends, one I won't bring up, and the other one is the Better on Draft podcast, <laughs> and they took a picture with a, looks like a Revolution can, so they must have been doing a double tasting. They did Death's Tar. <laughs> I love that. It's a stout bourbon barrel aged, but that's not what we're talking about. But they do have the cat right next to it, but they did not give it a ranking, which is weird. Well, that's unfortunate. Hmm. Unless mine's just glitching out, but... I did not on okay. purpose, because I knew I have it on the show. Then it is not a glitch. I just wanted... I do this far too often where I don't check beers in when I have them, because I have a can of it, and I know that I'm going to be, you know, talking about it on the show, and then I can't remember when I first had the <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, do it as a reminder. Maybe if I wrote something, it would also help, but... I did not, but I'll just go ahead and update that check-in. But I, I, that's one of the things I started doing is if I know I'm going to have it on the show, that I'll go ahead and not rate yeah. it. So I'll just be back to do it. But it could also have started off as me messing up and just not fixing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a hurry. Just like, ah, check this in and get back to it later. Not a whole lot showing up on here. Not a lot of people are saying much. Zach R says, nothing extraordinary about it, but a well-balanced burst of refreshment on a hot summer day. It was gone quickly, 350. A lot of weird pictures. I don't know what you're getting pale, but I've seen things like deer, television sets, I, yeah, I children. Saw, I saw those deers, too. They took a picture of their kids and put it on and associated it with this beer. Oh, that's good. That's good for a beer-associated yeah. website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Somebody's watching the PGA Tour and just snapped a photo of their TV. There's a couple fives I've seen so far, but they give zero context, no text. There's literally nothing. <laughs> just very simple, like very well balanced or what this one quite amazing. Just real simple, quick chickens. You guys better write a paragraph after this. Yeah, you better write <laughs> some real in depth to make up for everybody else. I'm working on it. <laughs> Multiple pages now, still nothing. Love the artwork. <laughs> Thanks, Summer. Oh, this is disappointing. It sounds like with Sun King. This was mass-produced, obviously, since they are a major distribution. Some people purchase this at Meyer, where I'm seeing. So this is a casual beer mm. drinker. Like, oh, I like Sun King, Sun King stuff. I'll pick it up in the grocery store and not actually make a trip to the brewery to try it on tap. Just get it in the cans. They also just opened a brewery in Sarasota, Florida. Yep. Nice. They went to Florida before they came to Fort Wayne? Wow. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, what the hell's that, up with that? They have that connection. Remember, we did that yes. crossover. That, what, oh, Avery, yeah. Like that Avery and Cigar City. Mm-hmm. They had the, the crossover. One of the main guys from Sun King left and went to Florida and opened up Cigar City or whatever the hell it yeah, was called. Right. And so it was, a, it was a married experience. They also opened up a place mm-hmm. in Mishawaka before. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like. Two hours that way? Two hours that way. Doesn't help. <laughs> well, sometimes places in Fort Wayne just open up to This die. is also true. Yeah. There's not enough There's, old people at no, these breweries around here. 
But I checked in my beverage. Oh, me too. And I gave it a four out of five. <laughs> I said, it's a really good <laughs> hazy beer. I love the blood orange flavor and the low bitterness factor. Not much else to say about it, but uh, it's delicious, and I recommend it for anybody who's into these hazy boys. Yeah, especially if you can get it to on with their like f- uh, twelve pack or four pack. Oh yeah, like, they do have that new yeah. variety pack. It's awesome. I think I got one in there, and the rotation has been fantastic. I also give this a four. Imagine, <laughs> I said the cat is high as fuck, and this beer is danky. I enjoyed it on tap way better. Mm. I'm not enjoying the can as much. I did, as an update, pour the rest of it into the the, the my glass. The can no longer burns my nostrils. It just smells like <laughs> something weird. But the mm-hmm. but having it all it mixed together, weird. it's much better. I think it tastes much better. Yeah, that's why it's better on draft. I think because they're it's the, I don't know the way they're pumped or whatever. You don't have to. Worry about not getting the full flavor when you're only pouring half a can. All right, what you guys got some sort of chocolatey goodness, I hear. Oh, so much chocolatey goodness. Yes, we are drinking from Atwater Brewery the Mint Double Decadent, which is a variant on their Decadent Dark Chocolate Ale, which I was just looking up while you guys were talking, and we have all had that before. Oh, nice. I don't know if Dustin has. I had to stop scrolling. Um, <laughs> but we have had this somewhere. I don't know where we might have we had, had this, the original one. But... It was during the, was... one of our first tournaments. Was it our tournament ones? Yeah, it won, I think. Yeah. What? The decadent? You keep looking and I'll yeah. find Okay. It. I'll keep talking. You do the research. You, you have that. <laughs> I have, the, I have the list right here. All right. Uh, so this is the Mint Double Decadent, and it comes in at 8% ABV and 11 IBUs, which is Ocean's 11 on our Geek SRM. It is a chocolate ale. And straight from the website, it says, The taste of our decadent dark chocolate now comes with a little extra kick. The fresh flavor of mint greets you on the first sip and gives you gives way to the unforgettable taste of the rich dark chocolate that you know and love. It all comes together with a smooth, crisp flavor profile destined to go down in mint chocolatey history. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Dustin, it looks like you found it before I did. Yep. Because I but... control F. So <laughs> we have validation on that. I just filtered. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the only. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I see we did. It sounded two familiar. Yeah. Uh, March 25th, 2017. It was wow. during our Brew Ha Ha tournament, March Madness. <laughs> it was the decadent dark chocolate ale. Um, nice. I gave it a four and a half. Keith gave it a four and a half. Pale gave it a four and a half. And Saf poo pooed all over it with a 425. <laughs> oh, that was his pre-stout stage. Yeah, I bet I would like it more now. <laughs> Probably. Uh. So this one I picked up on a whim. It was just out and about on uh, Sunday. Or I, don't, I don't even remember what day it was. But it was a little while back uh, just pit looking at some uh, new beers at a couple liquor stores. I know the Belmont here in town is has a really good selection and I was just looking for some unique stuff, something that um, we've never had before that would probably be tasty on the show. So I found this one. 
the mint double decadent. Uh, Keith, you want to talk about the can a little bit? Yeah. So the mint, we have a mint green. So if you're redoing your kitchen or cabinets and want to make it a mint green color, it's that light green. We have the little Atwater symbol here, little guy raising a glass. And Atwater's out of Detroit, born and raised. Or it says, born in Detroit, raised everywhere. My apologies. Couldn't read that. Um, yeah, it's a nice little like green and brown. So kind of like a little thin mint, I think, is what they're going for there. With those colors. Like mint chocolate chip ice cream, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very simple. I think the rest of their cans are pretty simple. Probably just a different um, color and name in the box. The decadent one we had had like Willy Wonka looking dude on it. Oh, that's right. Now I remember that was <laughs> the Willy Wonka one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got the like hair out to the sides. Yeah. Wow. God, that was a long <laughs> time ago. <laughs> yeah. Year one. The guy on the logo looks like uh, like a miner to me. Uh, <laughs> like a Detroit worker. Factory Is worker. He, yeah, like a car. Making cars. Mm, yeah, that could be. He has like a hard hat, a button-up shirt. I like the little saying here on the side of the can. It says, ah, we meet again to smuggle in a good day, courtesy of this great brew, to cool down your calloused hands and refresh your hardworking soul. Prost. To all you've done and all you have yet to do. Anytime you need to raise one for all the challenges you've risen to, crack a can and meet us at Atwater. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it. They're, um... As I was looking through the photos, they're recent uh, for the Decadent, which is probably the one that matches yours, is, I think, way cooler than the old one. So there's that one, which I think is just exactly like yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it fits more in line with their theme. the theme yeah. of that one. Yeah. On the nose, pale. You getting that strong chocolate? Mm-hmm. Did you pick a color? It's good. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh. But it is a dark beer, so. Uh, I figured it's in the lower (laughs) quadrant of the list. There's a bit of a tinge of red that you can get on the side, or brown, I should say. It is technically a brown ale. That's what they're calling it. So any dark browns we got in that list? I had to switch hands. Switch (laughs) colors. Caesar's fur or K2SO. But Maybe Thor's. Yeah, Thor one. I'm seeing Thor one. <laughs> it's right there next to Caesar. Thor's gladiator armor. There you go. We could do that one. Keep it in the Marvel universe. Sounds good. So, yep. Although it so, may be a bit darker, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> It'll we'll go with much it. darker than that. Are you getting the any of the mint? A hint of mint, not a yeah. whole lot. Hint of mint. A hint of mint. I think the chocolate really drowns it out. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm not complaining about. Very roasty on the nose. Now you don't want too much mint because then it's like toothpaste. Yeah. So like a hint yeah. of mint is good. Because then it's like I've ha- ice cream. Like I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can add like the liquid peppermint and things to it because I've had the uh, bourbon barrel aged, whatever the one, it's got the horse on it, that brand, the bourbon barrel. There's oh, a peppermint. Kentucky bear, Kentucky. Yeah. Cook, yeah. One. Yeah. And the peppermint mochas that we've had before and things like that. So it's a very similar. It's like you have to put a lot in it. And if you put too much, then it drowns it out. So you got to find that happy balance. So take a sip, Pale, if you have I'm, any left. I'm going to sip mm-hmm. it again. <laughs> again. 
That's fair. You did your beer second, so you might have taken an early sip. Minty? Was a, that was a gulp. Sorry. <clears throat> Chocolatey? Mm. Decadent? Decadent for sure. <laughs> it's decadent. Minty, I would say a little bit more on the taste than the nose. Oh, yeah. But the still, mint is there. Yeah, it's there, but still a lot of chocolate. Like, it's more nutty than I was expecting, too. Because the brown. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get a sense of the brown ale. The chocolate, it's definitely a dark chocolate, so it's not going to be like sweet, sweet chocolate. Um, and the mint is just enough to add to it. So I just imagine like, um, I don't want to call it like a York peppermint patty because those are a little potent with the peppermint. But mm-hmm. it's got that like a dark chocolate mint, maybe like a junior mint or something like that. Um, my th- junior mints may be milk chocolate, though. But think of like a dark, dark chocolate, dark chocolate. with mint added. But the mint's not powerful. More bitter. Yeah. Just a little bit more bitter, as Pale said, with that roastiness. But, man, that's good. <laughs> I like yeah. it with a little hint of mint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am typing that, by the way. <laughs> Just a hint of mint. And on my first few sips, I noticed it was it had that, like, burnt, like, burnting. I don't know. It's like roasty, roasty almost burnt, but in, like, a good way. Smoky. Yeah, kind of smoky. Like, in a good way. It's not too much. It's just like a little bit on the back end. It gets like a little smoky. And I just, I thought that was really delightful. Probably from the malts. Whatever malts they use kind of maybe gave that flavor. Yeah. I think a little bit from the chocolate too. It could be like a roasted chocolate. Mm -hmm. And a bit of the brown ale itself has a bit of that roastiness. I'm not getting a whole lot of smoke like pale is. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of goes away after a while. But that's just what I picked up on the first yeah. two or three sips yeah you get used to it and then i'm like yeah and then it just kind of disappears for some reason was i just imagining that or no yeah i think my palate just gets accustomed to mm-hmm. to it and it just doesn't think about it because now i'm picking up more the chocolate and more of the mint all right untapped has 2829 ratings and an average of 3.86 i have one friend Haley Shearer, uh, she's from one of the former Hopped Up Network podcast. I don't remember which one, but uh, a little sweet, maybe rich would be a better word for it, but has a really nice, unique flavor. Nose is all mint, is according to her. Uh, and I uh, gave it a three and a half. So she got more mint than a hint. You got any friends, Dustin? No. I don't have I don't have any friends who've checked this in either. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's depressing. <laughs> any non friends? I see Nate S, who I probably would be okay with being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it a four, so it means he values some kind of creative for uh, stouts. He said the mint is light, and that's okay. Not as creamy as I expect, though. And this was in. July of 22. So yesterday. He had this yesterday. Uh, when was your podcast friend? Oh, I got to go back. It's probably older. Older, yeah. Uh, I just wonder if it had anything to do with the, the batches. 20 March 18. So I don't know if that's March 20th or of 18 or <laughs> March 18th of 20 because it's in a weird order. Yeah. Um, same day, somebody else at water, Robert says 
awesome mint chocolate taste. Not too heavy, not too sweet, nice brown ale. So I guess the not too heavy part is a common theme. Looks like on the web version, the year is the last digit. So it would be in 2018, which is when that check-in is from. I used every available character to fill that in. Oh, wow. That's like perfect, including the period at the end. <laughs> <laughs> How many characters did you get? Like 240 or something? Uh, I forget what I started at. I don't know. Ken T. I missed the decadent. Some more mint would be nice. And he gave it a three. Point two five. I hear you. Mint lovers. I mean, I guess it just kind of depends what version you get. If the one lady's got a ton of mint, mm-hmm. this guy's got no mint. I mean, it's hard to mm-hmm. put that in the keg, and then when you're bottling it, it, the flavors come through different times. Yeah, and one's from 2018 and one's from 2022. True, true. <laughs> I will say, I've not seen a single negative review on this. Maybe one that's like, oh, yeah, not a whole lot of mint, but still, like, incredible still flavor. Like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a three and a half or above right. for most of these. A lot of them are like four or fives. Right. This person said minty, bit chocolate, good flavor, smooth, but only gave it a 325. Make up your mind. Is it go to bed? <laughs> go to bed, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's from SNL. Uh, John F. Tastes like ice cream. Very sweet. Nice chocolate undertones. 4.25. Is it, is it ice cream worthy? I, ooh, yes. I, would mm, I yeah. mix it with mint chocolate ice cream? Absolutely. <laughs> Does it remind you of it a little bit? It, yeah. It's more, like, is it like a dessert beer? Yes. In that category? This is definitely a dessert beer. This is a, a nice after dinner mint <laughs> um, sipping beer. <laughs> Not one you want to chug like Pale's been doing all night. He's going to feel it here in a little bit. <laughs> I better stay away now. <laughs> At least I'll have fresh bread. That's true. <laughs> I didn't brush my teeth this morning, so. <laughs> Just trying to get, swish that around. Trying to get this like, nasty. <laughs> like it's Lysol. Yeah. Or not Lysol. But Listerine. Listerine. <laughs> A bit mouthwashy on words. the back end. <laughs> uh, I got one last check-in, and then I want to hear what you guys think. Brett W. Expertly made. Truly professionally done. Clean chocolate and mint coexistence. Uh, initial taste was in fiber range for sure. Wore down my palate by the last sip, but he still gave it a four and a half. Hmm. So I thought that was a pretty good that check-in. Is. And I would like to hear what you guys think. And I oddly kind of agree with Scott, you say? Brett. Brett. Uh, I couldn't remember. Brett Michaels. <laughs> Brett. It's Brett. Brett. Kid Brett. Um. You did kid Brett. <laughs> but he's got two T's. Pale, you want me to go, or you want to copy me, or I don't know how you want to do this. So, <laughs> no, I'll, let me go because my write-up is shorter than yours. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll just read what I wrote since I used every available character. No, I'll go. <laughs> every character, I'll go. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go, go real first. quick, and then you can read your. Uh, Put us all to sleep. Got it. Yes. <laughs> you can just close out the show with your after my monologue. Yeah, we won't even have time to talk about so much. All right, I said bold roasty notes with dark chocolate and just a hint of mint. Was a little smoky on the back end, but in a good way, and it was delightful. He gave this a four and a quarter. He did steal your I phrase. I stole my I phrase, pale. I did. I, <laughs> damn it. You have to change it now. Nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now you follow him, so you're going to look like mm-hmm. the poser. <laughs> 
but if you rewind and listen, I did say it before he typed it. Yeah, so. but untap is not going to register that. You said it first. Gotta listen to the freaking podcast now. There's a, there's a recency <laughs> bias. Pale said it more recently. Uh. <laughs> I like the way Pale said it better. <laughs> uh, all right. Great dark chocolate up front with a hint of mint on the back end. The mint and chocolate on the nose is great, and the roastiness of the brown come through on the palate. Might be too bitter for some, but this reminds me of a great dark chocolate mint candy. And I gave it a four and a half, which I know is very similar to the other decadent, because the mint, it adds a little bit, but it's not strong enough to really make a difference. And um, what Brett was saying, the more I drink this, the more bitter it's getting. Um, The strong chocolate flavor kind of gets old after a while um it's just it's very overpowering and that roastiness and the bitterness it really comes through as it's warming up so i mean it's still great i easily obviously would drink this at a four and a half all day every day but that's why it's not top notch yet good beer actually would have went up a little bit more if there was more mint instead of a hint um instead of a hint (laughs) maybe a uh like a splash? Or... Oh, I get What's it, more Pale. That's a good rhyme. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you get it? Hint of mint. I get it. Oh. I can't. It was totally my good. my original uh, saying. I came up with it. Uh, uh, you said it tasted like um, like a, a mint chocolate candy or whatever. Which one were you thinking? Um, this this is for this is for Keith, not for you, Pale, because you didn't write that. No, I didn't write. Well, he kind of said junior mint. That's what comes to mind is junior like a, a junior mint. But I think that may be more milk chocolate. But that's the only thing like chocolatey and mint. Because a peppermint patty is like too powerful. Yeah. Mint. Yeah. Those are a lot. Absolutely. Mintier. Maybe uh, Andy's mint, but they're yeah, not I was dark say, that's Andy, Andy. That's like whenever I go into like drinking like a mint flavored anything, I anticipate, if it's like a stout, I anticipate it being an Andy's mint. I haven't really found one that mm. really mm. matches up with that. So I, just, I was just curious, like, do I have to go find this? But I guess not. No, I do love Andy's <laughs> mints, and I definitely would have said that right off the bat if it was. Um, but that's more milk yeah, chocolate. Okay. That's I fair. don't think they have, like, dark chocolate. Ones. Yeah. Although they should. We are taking this minor break to remind you all that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok at Drink In, Geek Out. Most of our socials are done through Instagram. We try to uh, do trickle down of post to Twitter and Facebook if you want to get a hold of us uh, or see what we're doing. Instagram is going to be the best thing for you. TikTok is just going to be fun. We're not going to try to be super serious about it, uh, but you can find some of our brewery trips and uh, our craft beer that we've been brewing ourselves on the TikTok. You can also find us on our website, drinkinggeekout.com. There we have our Geek SRM, our Geeky IBUs, our show notes, and other links to find out you know more about us or how to contact us. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yes, I know you're currently listening to us, but what if you need a new venue? I'm sure we got one just for you. We got merch, t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, and more on Threadless at drinkinggeekout.threadless.com and on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash store slash drinkinggeekout. We do have a Patreon. It's not super active, but we do have uh, levels of support that you could help us with. Uh, starting with like the super geek that gets you a shout out on the show and up to the uber geek 
yeah, pretty much forces us to dedicate an episode to you. And there's plenty of rewards in the middle uh, as you grow up different tiers. You do not have to support us to listen to the show, but anything helps since we are free and will continue to be free to provide you the best beer content and geek content out there. And now, back to the show. Uh, all right, let's talk about some strange doctors in the madness multiverse. <laughs> who are you? Mr. Doctor. It's strange. Yeah, but who am I <laughs> to <Mr>. judge? <Doctor. laughs> uh, Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the sequel to the 2016 Dr. Strange, not the bad 90s oh, version that we'll probably watch yeah. someday. <laughs> uh, it's the 28th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was directed by Sam Raimi, written by Michael Waldron, received praise for Raimi's direction, the visuals, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen's performance, while criticism was mostly directed towards the plot. It grossed over $953 million, so nearly a billion worldwide, making it the second highest grossing film of 2022, which there's only been a handful yeah. of movies, really, it feels like. So uh, not hard, but we'll see by the end of the year if it's still in the top 10 uh but i enjoyed the film we'll just talk their initial thoughts and then we'll get into the plot um i'm a big sam raimi fan i watched a bunch of sam raimi uh or rewatched a bunch of sam raimi movies uh getting ready for this so like evil dead and the spider-man trilogy with toby Maguire. he's responsible for those hmm. um and you can really see how those kind of merge together to make this film yeah Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I like how you know all the director stuff. I just, it's a movie. <laughs> I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> but that makes sense yeah, now that you those, say the original the Spider-Man. Guys. I'm like, yeah, okay. What was that movie that they wanted Sam Raimi-esque director, but they didn't want Sam Raimi because they didn't want to pay him? Um, probably New Mutants. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's kind of like a horror director, but he can also yeah. do like big budget. I just remember uh, superhero. There was movies. like a story out there where they were like, "Yeah, we're looking for like a Sam Raimi director," and they're like, "Well, why don't you just get Sam Raimi?" They're like, "Right, he's not. He hasn't directed anything since the Oz, the Great and Powerful, <laughs> in like twenty two or two thousand two. Right. I mean, I wonder if he's like difficult to work with. <laughs> I think he just had he was fed up, like <laughs> tired or whatever. He went back to like." doing small smaller low budget stuff like he started doing yeah right makes sense i mean he probably made enough to retire happily after the spider-man trilogy so right yeah after that last spider-man movie he was got a lot of notes from sony and they kind of forced him to put venom in there and a bunch of stuff that's why i don't blame him for the movie that we got because the first two are really good and then by the third one they're like we can make a lot more money. Let's do this, this, and this. And he's like, we're making plenty of money. Just let me make my movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it went. And But I liked what he did with this movie. I felt like I was watching uh, The Terminator at times with the way uh, uh, Scarlet Witch was so determined yeah. to get the, the power that she needed, that she was just like... And then I liked how she, she really, like, uh, developed a lot as far as her powers from you know yeah. where she was yeah. in age of ultron to here like i mean i don't think thanos would have stood a chance against her no she 
technically the most powerful character in the MCU, I think. So it's unfortunate that it took her becoming a villain to actually see how strong she is. Right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure who the bad guy was in this film. Mm. This is true. Um, because I, I kind of felt myself kind of pulling for Wanda, even though at the bottom of my heart I knew, like, you're not doing this the right way. <laughs> yeah. Once, once she started killing people or yeah. essentially killing people, um, I was like, oh, yeah, this is over. Like, sh- I think this might be done for her. Yeah. Maybe she's... Well, once she started was- interfering with other, uh, like, Wanda's and different universes, I knew... Okay, this is not the right way to go about this. <laughs> right. I did kind of have an idea. Like, it, I don't want to say it was obvious, but it kind of felt obvious that she was behind the whole multiverse or the multiversal issues. Bringing up those monsters. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, especially since, you know, the, the post-credit scenes and the trailers, even though the trailers and like the, the first looks and, you know, emergency awesome and all those people had no idea that this was, you know, she was going to be the bad guy in this film. Cause I've seen all those people, mm-hmm. uh, all, all their videos on this. Um, and then the new age rock stars, I guess, uh, the pre- people I was actually thinking of, uh, they didn't really have any idea that she was actually going to be like the main bad guy in this. They kind of yeah. made it look like the main bad guy was going to be the, uh, the dark, Doctor Strange yeah, from that's what, the what If. That's yeah, what I thought, they, too. I think that we were all led to believe that that was going to be the case. But, like, as soon as, like, it kind of started and, like, you had this feel of, like, oh, something's really controlling these monsters going after America Chavez. Like, and then they go talk to uh, Wanda. I was like, hmm, I think she's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, one second later, it's like, oh, yep. I was right, yeah. But then I really I wasn't sure like who who the bad villain in this film was, especially since Kang the Conqueror Majors was on the bill. Yeah, we thought he was. He's not in the. movie. He's not even in the movie. He was. He was <laughs> on the bill. Yeah, <laughs> and he was. was he didn't make. How, they were tricking us with how, that. How does <laughs> how does the time guy not go to the time movie? Mm-hmm throw you off yeah so i've at least expected him in like the post credits or something right or i feel like he's going to be the new thanos or they're kind of setting it that way right. or the real reason why wanda was doing the weird shit she was doing he'd be like pops up i told you bitches <laughs> yeah. this is me the entire time <laughs> i gave her that book uh-huh. it was me i said here you go <laughs> have you guys uh seen those youtube there's a YouTube series out there called How It Should Have Ended, little cartoons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think there I, was, watched, I haven't watched There this was one, one yet, for this. So. It, it was really funny because it's just like you talk her down and say, hey, why don't we send you to a universe where you're, mo- where you're dead and your oh, kids yeah. are alive? And be like, oh, okay. And then it was like end of the movie, roll credits. Like, <laughs> it was like two seconds. Yeah. It's right, just like over. this could have been handled better, but I don't know. Just the way Strange was talking and I don't know. It always seems a bit of a. A little bit more gruff in his own movies. He seems like a wise wizard in like Endgame, and in, then when his own he, movies, he's an have ass. Time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he's like too different in all these movies. Always bothered me. Yeah, they really haven't established who Dar- 
this version of Doctor Strange is because every time we see him, he's kind of a different mm-hmm. character depending on who's directing or who's writing it. Well, he's always trying so, to like uh, come up with ways to like prevent chaos. Like, I haven't really actually seen him like get come into his own. It's always like, yeah, but sometimes he's just causing the chaos. And, yeah, and sometimes some... he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in Spider Man, he created yeah, exactly. all that craziness. I don't understand how he could be, you know, so high they, and mighty, and then all of a sudden, so doing doing shit so willy nilly. They're clearly setting him up as the new Tony Stark role. Tony Stark does shit all the time that's mm. either good or he's like causing problems for everyone, creating Ultron or whatever. They're so, like experiments that he just yeah keep on keeps trying them, keeps doing them. America Chavez or Sochi Gomez and a version of Stephen Strange, which is played by Cucumber Bunny Snatch are chased by a demon in space between universe while searching for the Book of Vishanti. That Strange is killed, and Chavez accidentally creates a portal that transports herself and the corpse of Stephen Strange to the Earth-616, where the universe's version of Strange rescues Chavez from another demon with big ol' eyeball, with the help of the Sorcerer Supreme, Benedict Wong, Chavez explains that the beans well, the are... The character hiking. is Wong, yeah. and it's played by Baron Benedict Wong. Yeah, I know. That's my, that's yeah. my favorite part. Uh, Chavez explains that the beans are hunting her because she has the power to travel through the multiverse, but doesn't know how. Uh, yeah, this... Uh... It starts with this fake Stephen Strange. Well, I mean, he's real, but he's fake to us because he's not the one we've been following. And effort, I don't know. Were you guys, did you guys expect it to be a different Strange? I mean, it is the multiverse, so I didn't really expect it to be the one well, that we, yeah, like you said, we don't really I know did. who he is in his character. So I'm like, it could be this one. He's different <laughs> in every movie. So yeah, I figured it was and different. He, he looked different. So I thought it was like a training simulation for some reason. Mm. But yeah, I didn't but realize it was it's actually a different. Yeah, it's a holodeck. Yeah, that would make sense yeah. too. Like, it just because it just starts like in the middle of this, and then uh, our Doctor Strange wakes up and thinks, "Oh, that was just a dream, so maybe that's going to happen later." But then we learn that dreams are just like visions of different multiverse mm-hmm. versions of us, which is a pretty interesting idea. I guess that's in the comic books too. The uh, the fight scene was pretty cool. You kind of have to start a movie with a fight scene because yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise you're going to lose a lot of people who kind of, you know, miss out on the, the Tony Stark era where, you know, it's always like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to like jump you right into the action and then explain it later. <laughs> they like to do like action scenes every 15 minutes or so. Speaking of which, how cringy is he? Which who? Uh, Steven, the, the, the 616 the- Stephen Strange. On the wedding day, telling the bride, you know, I love and miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can make this work. What? (laughs) I just got married. Yeah, I was blown away. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you there? Like, what what kind of, like, character development are we trying to set up here? I was like, this is awkward. Like, I can't handle this. I was like a conversation that should have happened a long time ago. Well, he was blipped. (laughs) 
Yeah, so he was gone for oh, five years, right. and she moved on. <laughs> yeah, so it's hard to hard hard to have that conversation, and we we didn't get blipped, so we don't know what it's like, right? Uh, to just kind of lose everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like the f- battle with this like squid monster thing. It kind of reminded me of the Suicide Squad fight with the giant starfish. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also, for the first time, felt like uh, Tobey Maguire's New York and not the New York we've been living in all this time. Like, just like the way Sam Raimi shot these scenes, it felt more like the old New York from Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe than the, the one we've been living in with Avengers Tower in the background. Yeah, it's a good point. Yep. Never thought of it that way. Maybe that was him just trying to bring, like, the old Spider-Mans into, like, the new MCU movies. Like, trying to to mesh them together more. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just his directing style. It just makes it feel different. Did did you think that that fight was sloppy? I thought, like, it could have ended a lot faster than it did. And he's just kind of, like, dicking around. Like, like, well, he's trying to to figure out who the girl is. I'm trying to figure out. yeah, what's going on? Is the, who's yeah? I'm like, why just is it after you? Do the and, thing and the thing, and, and it's over, man. Like, come on, half. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You fought freaking Thanos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just kill this thing. Recognizing witchcraft runes, Strange consults Wanda Maximoff, played by Elizabeth Olsen, for help, but realizes that she is responsible for the attacks. After acquiring the Dark Hold and becoming the Scarlet Witch. Maximoff believes that controlling Chavez's powers will allow her to reunite with Billy and Tommy, the children she created during her time in Westview. When Strange refuses to surrender Chavez, Maximoff attacks Kamar Taj, killing many sorcerers. Chavez accidentally transports herself and Strange to Earth 838, while Maximoff uses the Darkhold to dreamwalk, taking control of her eight Earth, taking control of her Earth 838 counterpart who lives a suburban life with her own Billy and Tommy. A surviving sorceress sacrifices herself to destroy the Darkhold and break the Dreamwalk. Enraged, Maximoff forces Wong to lead her to Mount Wundagore, the source of the Darkhold's power to reestablish the Dreamwalk. Yeah, this that battle scene was way better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, with absolutely. all the sorcerers. Yeah, that was and pretty cool. She, I like what she's like whispering in their ears, and like she's like, Ooh, guy, like "I got one." Runs. I got yes. one. <laughs> she, that was like, really that was cool. a really cool yeah. scene. The fact that she's so powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's so really Another. scary. <laughs> yeah, but she's kind of reserved in it, so you can see like she's holding on to some sense of sanity. Like, I don't want to do this. So that going back to Dustin's point, it's like, is she bad? She just wants one thing. The book is really the bad thing because the book also turns Doctor Strange bad. Yep. That's why the one has that third eye because he read read from the book. So it's like, it makes sense why she's bad. Yeah. But it, uh, like, I don't know. Couldn't she just make Billy and Tommy again? (laughs) She made them to begin with. Yeah. So I don't... mm. I kind of feel like this should have taken place before WandaVision because by the end of WandaVision, it kind of seems like she's come to terms with the loss of vision and like, and she's kind of wraps up her story pretty nicely. And then now immediately the next time we see her, she's 
evil and she wants to and she's killing people that's what also can was convincing me that it was a te- this movie was a team up between dr yeah. strange and wanda because i thought she was yeah. at peace with her reality is no children but didn't wandavision end with her going through the dark hold though it, she gets it at the end. At the yeah, end she's you see like her looking like, through it and all the evils yeah. flying everywhere. She's so levitating. Knew and there like, was something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she, I think she came to peace with it, but she also said, explore the factor. Like I have powers, like I can fix this. Like I yeah. won't let this be my fate, but maybe there was just a possibility. So she took a step to the side that she shouldn't. It's also weird that there's no vision in this movie. Yeah. Where the Billy and Tommy that we do see is Vision their dad? Like, is there no Vision yeah. in that universe? Did she create the, the the other one to create them? That's a good point. <laughs> like, it could have just been him, a regular self. You know, like human. Yeah, I was Vision. waiting on him flashbacks. to show up. Yeah, and then in the flash, and even the one that the he she create, like, there's in at the end of WandaVision, there is a Vision like flying around. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened to him, but like, so there is a vision out there though. That's why in our universe and that to show up in the multiverse, I guess maybe the, he just didn't want to be in the movie. could be tired of wearing the purple face. Um, yeah. Makeup. Maybe his contract was up and he <laughs> yeah. was like, ass. Eh, they probably thought it wasn't worth doing a new one or something. So they just wrote him don't out. Spend $5 million to get this guy for one scene. <laughs> right. Exactly. <clears throat> Going I mean, on. To the... I was going to say Bruce Campbell. Don't forget Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sam Raimi puts Bruce Campbell. They're, they're, they went to college together. So that's why he's ah. in the Evil Dead franchise. He's and that's everything. also why he appears. He makes a cameo in every Spider-Mans. Sam Raimi movie, except for the ones that he's cut out of the final. Because <laughs> even though <laughs> so there's some he's not appear in, but he did film a scene. They just cut it. He's the Stanley and... of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I was gonna say the scene where uh the one of the sorceress she's alive instead of cutting Wong free goes for the book. Yeah. And that was also in how it how it should have ended. Just she just goes up and stabs her and kills her. <laughs> Fuck the book. <laughs> right. Instead just of go, she's book. completely she'll know if you're killing the book because her powers are draining. But if you go up and stab her in the neck, oh shit! Just use your <laughs> just use your little ring fling. Yeah. Put one around her waist and then close it. Just like, <laughs> there you go. Oh. I'm like, there's so many ways this could split end. it right in half. Yeah. And even Wong's like, no, cut me loose. Don't try to do this. But you know, so and just little things like that. I like to problem solve, and I don't like to make yeah. problems worse. And that's what I hate about movies because they always have to make it worse because they have to make a movie. They need to fill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Irritating. While searching for help, Strange and Chavez are apprehended by Earth's 838's Sorcerer Supreme Carl Mordor. Mordu, excuse me. Mordu. Mordo. Um, any, any attempts at that name? Chiwetel Ejiofor. There we go. And Dang. brought before the Illuminati, a group consisting of Mordo, Peggy Carter, Black, Blackagar, Boltagon, yep. Maria Black Rambo, Bolt. Reed Richards, and Charles Xavier. I was so happy to see that. They explained <laughs> that through the reckless use of their universe's Darkhold in an attempt to defeat Thanos, Earth's 838 or 838's Strange triggered a universe-destroying incursion. After defeating Thanos, the Illuminati executed their Strange to prevent him from causing more harm. 
Mordor believes that Earth's 616's strange is similarly dangerous, but Maximoff reestablishes her dreamwalk at Mount Woundagore and arrives at her Earth 838 counterpart's body before they can pass judgment. She kills all the Illuminati except Mordo, whom Strange subdues before fleeing with Chavez. The two escape with help from Earth 838 counterpart of Strange's ex-fiancée, Christine Palmer, played by Rachel McAdams, a scientist working with the Illuminati. Oh, Charles. I feel like this is like the one of the funniest scenes it where... Was. Where you have Reed Richards as John Krasinski being like the smartest man in the world, and like he's like <laughs> yes. one thing from Black Bolt, and your head will explode. And then she's like, "Yeah, but he doesn't have a mouth." <laughs> oh, yeah, but... So she basically just kills everyone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's like, "How smart are I, you, buddy?" Uh, I was sad when uh, Professor X died, though. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Like, he has other powers. Like, he could hold back Jean Grey, but he couldn't yeah. stop her. Like, no. I know Jean eventually got him in the one movie, but still, I'm like... Eh, That's because thought... the chaos <laughs> magic is way powerful than the Phoenix. Come on. I guess. Didn't you watch that movie of weakness <laughs> that she had? I don't know. The Illuminati felt... Or they seemed very weak. Like, they are not... I don't know. Or maybe that's just because... Wanda's well, that strong. Wanda's yeah, that strong. I think that's that was the the uh, leap we're supposed to make. These are the strongest people, and then she just tore through them like paper. So it's like, oh, she's not to be fucked with. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a Peggy just, Carter movie is... Do, please. That would have been cool. Oh, That'd yeah. be really cool. But please tell me John Krasinski will be back. He will not be back. No, that's why he killed him off in this. It was yeah. like fan This service. was just fan service because he, they've been trying to get him and his wife uh, to be part of the Fantastic Four franchise for yeah, before the, even while the last remake. And it's, I think this was them saying, here's, we did it, but we're not actually going right, to do and, it. And, I wasn't, Emily, we can't afford them and they're too busy. I wasn't Emily Blunt. Them. Emily Blunt has no. said publicly that she's not interested in superhero movies. Yeah. She said that like multiple times. Well, yeah, like most people who are even doing superhero movies aren't interested in superhero <laughs> They're movies. all done with them at this point. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, they have to like keep their body like insane. An unhealthy yeah. shape. And then they have to keep their schedule open for eternity because you got to appear in a movie every year or whatever. Yeah. And then Plus, yeah, I got to be available for cameos mm-hmm. or whatever. It's a lot of CGI and it's not like a movie yeah. face-to-face acting like you're talking to it's nobody all green screen being held up by strings or something <laughs> it's not a i wouldn't think it's a fun experience no. but it's fun to watch uh yeah then i like them bring, bringing black black bolt from the terrible inhumans series <laughs> getting that same actor just to come in and kill himself essentially <laughs> yeah. this was a pretty violent uh, movie yeah, it's definitely the most violent, bloody, scary. Because yeah, I thought <laughs> about taking my nephew when I saw it, and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't, because no. he would have had nightmares. <laughs> mm-hmm. We finally see this new uh, Rachel McAdams. They get uh, Doctor Strange locked in a box because they think he's super, well, he's the most powerful or whatever. He's the one that's going to ruin things more than anybody else, which is seems to be true <laughs> after watching No Way Home. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that. Uh, so they established that Doctor Strange gets the book of Vahanti or whatever the hell it was called Vashanti. to kill Thanos. Vashanti. <laughs> uh, to kill Thanos and then Black Bolt says I'm sorry and it kills him. And they did a good job of setting up like, oh, why didn't our Doctor Strange use this book? Well, he thought it, that book didn't exist. Benedict Wong had to <laughs> tell him that, oh, no, that book does exist. Yeah, and just one of those things. Because he doesn't actually become S- Sorcerer Supreme like he does in other universes. And I think that's why yeah. he doesn't know about the book. Because it's in the catalogs of forbidden books that become available to Sorcerer Supremes. And one of the things early in the movie where America was like, you're not Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, everyone knows yeah. the version of you I met has been. Or every other universe I've been to has you have been. Right. Because I think 616 is the only universe where Thanos succeeds. And so mm-hmm. there's no blip. Therefore, yeah. Wong doesn't become Sorcerer Supreme because there's nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. Strange Chavez and Palmer enter the space between universe to find the Book of Ashanti, uh, which is the antithesis to the Dark Hold. But Maximoff appears and destroys it. She then takes over Chavez's mind, using her powers to send the others to an incursion-destroyed universe. Strange defeats the destroyed universe's Strange, and um, who has been corrupted by the Dark Hold and uses it to dreamwalk into the body of the deceased counterpart in 616. With Wong's help, Strange saves Chavez from Maximoff as the, as she tries to take Chavez's powers, encourages Chavez to use her abilities. She transports Maximoff to Earth 838, where she sees Billy and Tommy recoil from her in fear while crying for the real mother, realizing the error of her ways. Maximoff relents and uses her power to bring down Mount Wandagore, uh, simultaneously destroying all copies of Darkhold throughout the multiverse and apparently sacrificing herself in the process. Chavez returns Strange and Palmer to their respective universes. Because at this point, she just determines that she understands how to use her powers. Yeah. Yeah. It just, she just needed a pep talk. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all Marvel movies. You could do it, buddy. Just have, have yeah, faith you just, in yourself. Yeah. If you could think it, you got it, dude. Just need a little encouragement. Yeah. and Because, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly she had a mental block because the only time she was able to do it was when she was scared yeah. or like in to like save herself from death or from a bee sting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess at that age she thought that was death. It's like you could easily deduce that even just seeing it once like oh uh, that's probably it (laughs) (laughs) i uh i thought this was probably the weakest end battle of all the movies yeah zombie strange versus one i don't he he literally just tore the fuck through the all of Illuminati the and all the sorcerers, but she can't defeat a zombie version of Doctor Strange, who he's not even in that body. He's just, you know, dreamwalking into that. I body. think because he also has the dark hole. Yeah, he had the. It makes him as powerful as she is. Spirits. That's, help him that's the reason that oh, the they're spirits yeah, kind of yeah, matched. Yeah, yeah. Mm. more evenly matched now. 
Well, he's like, yeah, no, these evil spirits, bro. She's the one who's messing this up. <laughs> and then Wong's there to, like, I don't know, trip her up every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like how she had a change of heart real quick just by seeing her children run away from her in fear. It's like, you got to understand you're a freaking monster at that point. Be like, she's yeah, not your mother. You're, like, you're, wait, what am I saying? Like, I don't know. That, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a little weak. I felt like. I felt like the, the 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 plot and the the script were really bad in this movie. They were pretty weak. It should have been a yeah. Disney Plus series. <laughs> I hate <laughs> yeah. to say it, but I'm go. like, I regret paying money to go to the theater and watch this. Should have got it free online. Which I did when it well, came yeah, out to yeah, Disney yeah. Plus because yeah, our, that's why I watched you could have waited like two or three weeks, Keith. I, well, I just was, wanted to see Xavier Charles. That's the whole reason I went. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Saw that. Yeah, that was a night. That all was nice surprises. That was already leaked to me, so I'm like, yeah, I gotta go see that. Yeah, that was leaked, so that didn't really surprise me too much. I, I I heard about the John Krasinski rumors like way before the movie, so that wasn't a surprise. And I've been kind of like leading the charge with get Emily Blunt and John Krasinski as. <laughs> it's the Fantastic Four, so you Sue know, Storm, Mr. Fantastic. I kind of figured it was happening, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love the the. I think Sam Raimi did a great job. It was just the script he had to work with wasn't yeah, wasn't fully uh, well, and also, uh, Disney had to reshuffle things around multiple times due to COVID. I think that hurt the movie too, but yeah. like because I think this probably was supposed to come out before WandaVision seeing that the first one came out in 2016 this was probably supposed to come out in like 2020 but then things get keep getting pushed and moved around and shuffled around so that i think uh the mcu's kind of got hurt a lot by covid yeah. just you yeah. know well especially in one vision they were supposed to have like they're like oh we can't do our doctor strange movie so when we're doing this one vision we kind of have to cut out what we kind of had planned. yeah and just change everything. I definitely think so that it the, wasn't like the same movie that they had initially planned, like you said. That, that's the tough part about planning out this whole universe like 10 years ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like Things yeah. come up and like the thing with Black Panther, character uh, actors die, so that's going to hurt that movie. So like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of yeah. stuff like that that's going to really put a damper in things. Mm-hmm. Also, like I guess the one thing I was going to point out, like her whole thing is just wanting to get billy and tommy back but i'm like immediately like these these kids are annoying like they start singing and shit i'm like (laughs) obviously i don't want kids so i'm like every time they're on screen i'm like this is what you want these two little assholes (laughs) kill them (laughs) this is you're doing all this for these shitheads you don't that's why i'm like at least if vision i i have a connection to vision i could understand you still trying to get back to vision but like these shitheads that you made up right make them again you didn't even do. You didn't even do the thing to make them. You just like willed them into existence. <laughs> so which I You've didn't make any sense. Spent to me. one day with them because like they were like a babies. They were this age, and then the whole they got a race. So it's like, how do, you don't even know them really. Like, how did you yeah. get this connection with them? It, it's very just the whole like multiverse thing kind of blows my mind because. In this universe, Strange is not the Sorcerer Supreme because Thanos won, wins. Well, mm-hmm. she creates this family because Thanos won. You know, she created this world 
to have vision and to have mm-hmm. her family. So why was it throughout the rest of every single universe yeah, that they, she was did. destined to make this these two children mm-hmm. like in everything regardless of the situation? I always thought that, like this happened because the Thanos thing. Like here's the cause, here's the effect. Yeah. It's destined to happen. It's just how it happens, I guess. It's different on every universe. Well, she knew at some point, like, if her envision were to have kids, that this is what they would be. I don't and know how any are, of that would happen, but, you know. <laughs> they are characters from the comics, yeah, so. No, I, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> that needs to happen. But the way that they had it set up, like, there's yeah, just inconsistencies. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah, they just don't take the time to explain it or... It should have been a series. You can have like six <laughs> episodes and we got all arranged so for WandaVision filler. season two. We could have, yeah, it should have seen been her moping season two. in the woods for about 20 minutes just staring off into space. And that's one episode of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's the backstory. It's episode six. <laughs> yeah. The backstory comes in the middle of the season. <laughs> yep. Uh, Right, because they needed through. they needed thirteen seasons or episodes, right? So, <laughs> thirteen episodes, yeah. Yeah, you, you have your it. six you have your six episodes of matter, and then you have three episodes of back, and then you have the the rest of it, right? Yeah, that's yep. the that's right. the Netflix model. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was hoping for more multiverse jumping. They really only go to two. Yeah. Yeah, eight, three, eight, and six ones. But they do. I really like when he's they're like flying through cool, right? all those different, and you get like little glimpses of all these. And he's asking hoping, her questions, and she's answering. You know. Yeah, I was hoping for more. Like, oh, now we're in this universe, and we get to see these characters. And but right. no, it's just the really. You got to like freeze frame it to even get a glimpse of like. There's a cartoon universe. There's like this weird co- black and white universe. And right. there's. Like, what do you guys uh, think the future of America? Not the country, but the character, uh, will be. Will she get her own Disney Plus series spinoff movie, or is she dead in the water? Dead in the water. I don't dead think in the she, water. I don't think there's anything left for her other than explore maybe the multiverse. It, yeah, maybe find her she, parents. Does oh. a Kang thing happen? She was supposed to be in Spider-Man No Way uh, Home, uh, and she was the one pulling the Spider-Mans from the different universe, uh, not in. Not strange. Uh, not what's his Ned yeah, with sling. the sling ring. No, it would have been her, and it would have made a lot more sense. But she had not been established yet in the Doctor Strange movie, so they just had to rewrite that too. Damn, like, yeah, we're that would have been that. better. Make we're gonna make yeah. Ned. <laughs> it would have been a lot better. The Asian guy, because he looks like <laughs> Wong. Have... <laughs> right. Just give that character something. To do. It was kind of funny because he's the bumbling idiot. So. For him to actually <laughs> do something useful. I mean, it fits the typical Disney script. So, or kid right. movie type script. Everybody loves the the side character. I guess we should do this last paragraph. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which may be it? very helpful with f- future, mm-hmm. future Marvel projects. Sometimes later, Camertage is repaired and the surviving sorcerers, joined by Chavez, continue training, which I thought was very strange. Like, the whole camertage being like on a mountainside, like in a big, like mountain range, wide open, 
<laughs> Didn't Strange walk through like a town to find the door? But the door might be like a portal. Yeah. Do we know what the like? Maybe he walked through that door and like. Yeah. They magicked him too. Magic <laughs> him. I was yeah. <laughs> maybe I was like I don't understand this place, or maybe like this is just in a mirror dimension or some kind of other dimension. But speaking of mirrors, I really like that scene where. Wanda's trapped in that like mirror little cube yes. thing or whatever and then she like breaks out cover all mm. reflective surfaces because she can yeah. escape I'm like that was pretty cool I thought that was awesome alright uh, Strange develops a third eye which I I dislike it looks bad same to yeah. Looks bad. <laughs> not that he has a third eye I don't hate that it looks awful <laughs> it's poorly CGI'd have somebody on YouTube fix that. <laughs> yeah, can we get <laughs> can we get Sebastian Stan face retrofitted <laughs> instead of the eye put on there, yeah. like on his forehead? No, no. Can, can we get Sebastian Stan's eyeball? Uh, just use uh, retro eyeball. Yeah, I just thought there was like a little <laughs> a little Winter Soldier uh, that beamed so up funny. on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, is, yeah. Okay, so he gets his eye because he used the dark old blah, 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 whatever. Uh, in the next mid-scene credit, uh, we have Doctor Strange is approached by a sorceress, which is Charlize Theron, who plays the character Clea, uh, which uh, is a sorceress of the Dark Dimension, and that's all I know of her. Um, she warns him that uh, his actions have triggered an incursion, and surprise, he surprise. must help fix it. <laughs> like the movie premise said, "Hey, if you fuck around with this, you're gonna find out about an incursion." And guess yeah. what? He found out yeah. about incursion. Mm-hmm. Shocking! We didn't need a mid-credit scene to tell us that. <laughs> it was just to tease that Charlize Theron is yeah, joining the MCU. Going to be in the. Maybe next Doctor Strange, or maybe we'll see her before that. Yeah, something. Uh, and I was wondering, is America Chavez going to be part of, like, the young Avengers that they're kind of establishing mm-hmm. with, like, the little Hawkeye girl, and uh, there was another character that I just can't remember. I don't know. Where they're like, oh, uh, Ironheart, they're bringing Oh, her, yeah, because right? we, we... And Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. yeah. I can't wait for that movie, The Marvels. Yes, I think so. Um, but yeah, may- maybe it makes sense, right? The, yeah, yeah, they're not going to leave. Bring her. in the new team of young yeah. kids. Yeah, <laughs> they'll she'll pop up, of course. I mean, what's the point of bringing a child into I'm, the MCU if you're not going to make them part of the new Avengers? I guess that's why they're bringing all these young actors. Knowing Marvel, so they're they signed for ten for years. To be like, four <laughs> years. <laughs> ah, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be in phase fifteen <laughs> as the old person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your body looks great right now because you're a kid and you're not don't have a whole lot of uh, percentage of fat on you. That's true. But <laughs> when you become puberty, you got to start working out. You got to hit. Yep. The Dorito mm-hmm. shape, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you're fine because we can't work you out legal purposes. Legal said we can't tell you to work out at your ripe age of 13. But in a couple of years, <laughs> in a couple of years, you got to look like Thor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ugh, that's tough. So start planning 
I mean, okay, we've pointed out a lot of flaws with this movie, but I I liked it. I I maybe it's just the same raminess that yeah it pulled me through, but I enjoyed it for the most part, and I'll probably watch it again someday. It's no Doctor Strange one. I'm a big fan of that movie, but it's there's good parts of this movie. I would watch it again, but I, I don't know. I guess my, my poo-pooing on it was kind of warranted. I just was not a huge fan of this film. And it was kind of like one of those things like, I'm kind of glad <laughs> I didn't like go to the theater for it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that was necessary, but I still had fun. I think I liked it more than the first one. Just, I mean, I overlook things. Like, overlook errors oftentimes. No, that's I'm, good. I'm like very easy... Very easy to entertain and uh, don't really look too much into things. Hmm. Yeah, I think I liked it more than the first Doctor Strange as well. Well, it seems like we are a podcast divided. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, we're allowed to disagree. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's a boring sure. show when everyone agrees. <laughs> just as, uh, yeah, if we're all just going to shit on the movie hey, all the time. Which we, I mean, we... <laughs> We did shit on it enough, yeah, yeah. but no. I also pointed out things I liked. So I think the I think the episode is more boring. We're like, yeah, it was a great film. All right, what I, do yeah. you want to talk about? I think I think too with all of it. Here's Keith's two cents of a casual viewer. Um, everything sit. We've Stop been climaxing since Endgame. It's like boom right here, and then everything has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're and we don't know what the future that, is. So what Marvel hasn't really said like. Yeah, is there another Avengers? Yeah, who are the next generation? Who's coming in? Who's doing all this? Yeah, we so don't know what we're building we're, to. We're yet. on a roller coaster of emotions that we don't know what how to feel. <laughs> so in about three movies, maybe this will make sense. We'll go back and say, holy yeah, shit, exactly. they had it in there the whole time. We didn't realize it. Mm. So right now it's just like, Pfft. yeah. I got to see Charles well, Xavier. Marvel so just... Cool, so. <laughs> Marvel filed trademarks for like two new Avengers movies. That like the titles, yeah. So we're, I think, hopefully, we should like the next year start seeing like a build up, like a more of a build up, maybe into like phase five, right? But the next Kang the Conqueror is going to be the next Avengers. It's got to be important. Yeah. Why wasn't he in this film? Mm-hmm. That's why that I want to know. Really good point. That is, has he been in a film? No, he was in Loki. Period. Yeah, that's he all. In Loki, he was in Loki, and that's it. That's it. He was on the bill for this movie. <laughs> but there's like no end credit scenes. I'm guessing with him they either. Might, that's they edited him out. Uh, that's my only thought. They cut out his scene. Yeah, like, like yeah, to you're know, gonna yeah. be in this film as kind of like a here. Here's our pre-list characters. Here's the story we have. These are the characters we've already casted. Here's the you know get excited for these people. Guess, let's think of it this way phase one of marvel we didn't really know what they were doing yet so this is like phase one 2.0 whatever like this is we're back at phase one essentially but we do know who this character is and they're we just don't know where they're going yet but do they know where they're going (laughs) i don't know i trust i trust feige he's seems to know what he's doing we shall see but I think this movie does open up a bunch of other things, hence the whole multiverse. So now they can bring in the X-Men. They could do all these other type of things. They can use America, jump back and forth, bring somebody, bring back the dead. So have you, have you guys seen Miss Marvel all the way through? 
I haven't watched nope, a have second not. of it yet. But I did see, uh, well, I don't want to report this now because I did not fact check it, but I saw that Disney trademarked uh, The Mutants as a title for a movie coming up or put that like on their schedule. I know Secret so Invasion might, was on that list, right? Se- Secret, Secret Invasion. War- Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. That's, that's one of the Avenger films, right? I think that's right. a Disney Plus series oh. starring Nick Fury. Did they scrap Sam that Jackson. Nick Fury like series? I think that's Secret Wars. Oh, oh, okay. I think that's what he's going to be in that. But we'll see. I don't know. We're kind of just speculating so. at this point. Be the best motherfucking series they got. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already tired. <laughs> All right, that'll wrap up this Doctor Strange Multiverse of Menace discussion. Doctor Strange, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Drink, drink up. Drink up. Strange. We're so bad at this. Danger. We're so bad at this.